Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. So much more to be learned, my family, and we truly appreciate each and every one of our contributors. Our content contributors, Advocate Buleng, joins us for Legal Education 20 after, t- after 12 here on Heart to Heart on a Wednesday afternoon. On the other side of 1 o'clock, Dr. Lucas Molloy with the markets. And now we are all the way in Limpopo. And joining us on the line is uh, Pastor Tladi, who is CEO, founder and CEO of Coin Christian Books. And uh, this afternoon, the conversation continues. My family started last week uh, just looking at publishing. And so today we are putting pen to paper. Mfundisi, good afternoon. And thank you again for giving us your time. Good afternoon, my sister and the listeners. Yeah. Greetings from the Liverpool province. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Greetings, Tata. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's get straight to it, Mfundisi. You know, um, we underestimate uh, what it takes to transform our thoughts. In fact, the whole, uh, we underestimate ideation and transforming ideation into tangible products. And so that's what you're going to be sharing uh, with us. Where do Christian ideas come from? Um, and how do we put those, package those within the topics that we've chosen? Like in another industry, uh, Ayanda and the listeners, Christian publishing is a calling, as what we said last time, last time we all repeated, and it also shall be run along business line. Mm. But where do ideas come from? Where do mm. you start? Friends, writing a Christian book does not come directly to people. You cannot just be trained for it. Mm. If you go through the Bible, the first author was Moses, who wrote the first five books, and John who wrote the last book in the Bible. So publishing actually started in the Bible. Mm. But where do ideas come from? Three ideas that I want to bring up. First one, we call it formal research. Mm-hmm. A research is a systematic investigation and the study of materials and sources mm-hmm. in order to establish the facts and reach new conclusions. So... When you put pen to paper, the first requirement is you can do it through research. Hmm. Doctors do research, researchers do research, but a Christian author also can do a research. Yesterday when I was going to prayer meeting, I met one young man, and he said to me, where are you going? I said, I'm going to church to study the Bible. And he said to me, I'm a prophet. Hmm. Can you help me to give me a certificate so that I can start a church? So you huh. can see <laughs> huh. where the thing starts. No research, nothing, but I'm a prophet. Wow. So the first thing that we do in peace and publishing is we can do it through research. Find the facts, do the statement, find the facts, mm. and the Lord will speak to you through those facts that you've come up with. Mm. And then from there, you can put a pen to paper meticulously until you come to the end. So research is the first one. Mm-hmm. You may use that. Mm-hmm. 
The second one, before you put pen to paper, you can use what you call observation, not just research, observation. Now, what is an observation, Ayanda? It is an act of noticing the action or a process of closely observing or monitoring something or someone. Mm-hmm. Let's move along into space in Pretoria, you go to church, you meet people, you observe things. Hmm. And the Lord will speak to you because this is God's work. He will speak to you as to what you observe, you can quantify it and sit down and write it into a form of a book. It's not it's not coming from you. It's what the Lord inspires you to do. The third one, before you can put your paper, is what we call it intuition. Mm-hmm. Now intuition means something that comes unconsciously to you. No conscious thought comes to you. Mm. Intuition is an ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. Okay. You pick it up as you go along. And you can use that to put pen to paper. And once that comes through to you, Lord will take you step by step as to how to put your pen to paper. Mm. Not just research, not just observation, not just tuition, but other stuff as well. But also, I am, the Lord can come to you. You can find the facts that you can write about mm-hmm. through what you call an, a discernment. Okay. This is the gift that God gave all of us. Mm. You know, one of the gifts, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's not a fruit; it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Now, what is discernment? It is an ability to perceive, to recognize, to detect with a sense of understanding something that is not very clear. Now, you can use that to write a book by discerning, not just intuition, by discerning. Now, there is something beautiful about you and me, Ayanda, mm-hmm. that God created us with senses. Discernment mm-hmm. works through senses. Okay. Touch, smell, hearing, taste, and so forth and so forth. And these senses are attached to your brain, to my brain. Mm-hmm. It's what you call an S100 protein. And once you discern something through your eyes, through your ears, through your nose, these things go to your brain. Mm-hmm. And the Lord quantifies them in your brain and put them into facts. And you can use that to write meticulously about what the Lord is saying to you. It's not something that you could go get a degree about, that you go to get a master's degree about. It. Mm. It's something that is built in you. Mm. Just like intuition, just like observation, just like formal research. So that's what peace and publishing is all about. So, yes, people are writing books, beautiful books in academics, mm. music, politics, and what is it? But that's not peace and publishing. Peace and publishing talks about the Bible, God the Father, mm. God the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ Himself. We are always told. When you go to church, please take a pen. 
when the pastor is talking or somebody sharing, mm. he just got a father, make a teacher. <laughs> when someone says, Jesus Christ, make another teacher. Mm. When he mentions the Holy Spirit, make another teacher. When he talks about I, me, my cuckoo, <laughs> also make another teacher. <laughs> at the end of the service, add those ticks. Mm. Add, add them, I And check. If you find that the I mm. more than Jesus Christ, more than God, mm. more than God the Father, get out of the door and run away. Sure. That's, that's solid, Dada. That's absolutely solid. In fact, thank you so much for that. Um, if I could maybe just ask a quick question before you continue, Dada. You know when you yes. say that Christian publishing uh, must be about God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit, of course it must, it must look at Christianity. How then do we handle... Uh, okay, first of all, let me take two steps back and say that I have found that some of the books that are categorized under Christian literature are in fact about I, but the I is in the form of a testimony of what God did for me. So, so um, how then do we categorize those and how then can we turn such literature from focusing on I and really bringing out, you know, and making Christ and, you know, and the Lord, uh, you know, the work of the Holy Spirit, the center of that content. And I'll tell you what it's like. That it's like those songs. That, and I mean, you, look, there's no, we, we love those songs. I love those songs. Um, yeah. uh, let me make an example. Okay, no, it's going to be, I can't, it's Christian radio. So there's certain songs, right, that, 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 that have a message of justice, a message of holiness, okay, message of love, whatever the case may be. But actually, they are not, they are not Christian, you know, but the message is aligned to the principles of Christianity. And so we adopt those as gospel songs, but actually, they are not the gospel. We are different. They are not the gospel. Yeah, and so there are certain books. Let me uh, even let me give an example. There'll be a, a book. Okay, I can write about my testimony of how the Lord replaced my teeth that I lost as an adult. Yes. And the story: God didn't lose his teeth. I lost the teeth. So this story yes. is about me. You understand that? And it talks about my experiences. But actually, yeah. what I am trying to do here is give God the glory. Or I'm trying to testify. But actually, the story will then be about me. How then do yeah. we help those authors whose, whose storylines circulate around uh, experiences in their lives, but yeah. they want to do this in honor of God? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a beautiful uh, uh, aspect in education that we use when we write Christian books. It is called phenomenological approach. Should I repeat it again? Phenomenology. Phenomenology says, when you describe Ayanda, mm-hmm. say Ayanda has got big eyes. Mm-hmm. Don't say she's got big eyes when it's like a mother, like the father, mm-hmm. like the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Allow the phenomenon to speak for itself and write what you see. 
God speaks to you. God gives you facts through um, intuition, through discernment, through observation. Write what the Lord is saying. Don't say, I think the Lord was biased here. Mm-hmm. Don't bring the eye. Mm-hmm. And once you bring the eye, even if you can talk about Christ in there, you can talk about God in there, your eye will supersede everything. And the phenomenology aspect is going to disappear. And that is why I under you say, well, I read this book. Yes, it talks about Christ. But I don't feel, I don't get that touch, you know? Because you are speaking for the phenomenon instead of allowing the facts to speak for itself. Wow. That's the difference between truth and publishing and everything. It's not about God, it's about Christ, it's about the Holy Spirit. Hey, let's do a quick workshop. Now I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you're a teacher. You can do this. (laughs) Let's do a quick. Let's do a quick workshop, Dada. In fact, maybe let me just come back to uh, let me just come back to the the the, the six um, uh, sources that you spoke about. So, in terms of formal research, we're pretty clear there. You know, we must be yeah. factual, and everything must be aligned. You know, to scripture, a time, place, etc. Uh, in yeah. terms of observation, what we see around us, and I think that's also uh, connected to intuition. Uh, to yes, to discernment, which then looks at uh, the 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 the, the the senses, right? We've also got intuition, the knowing. I don't know if we should call it. Dada, is it okay to call it intuition, or can we is, can we not also call it inspiration, Holy Spirit inspiration? Because what the world calls intuition, um, what the world calls intuition, we call uh, what the world calls intuition, we call a, a sort of inspiration, right? It's what the Holy Spirit does, right? Yes, yes, yes. You are very right. Intuition really simply put means without conscious thought. It's an inspiration. That's correct. Right. Okay, Gadada. And then, of course, you know, these ideas are also birthed in prayer. Yes? Yes. Yes. I'm going go on. Now, the, the, the first one is reaction. Now, reaction is the act of reacting. Mm-hmm. Resistance to opposition. So, you write a book because you are reacting to something. Let me give you an example. Right. My father was a soldier in the Second World War. And then he taught me how to become a soldier. Mm. But in 1974, when I, I became born again, I realized that there's a different war. Yes, it's still war. But there's another different way that a Christian can fight the war. So I'm reacting. And hence, if you've got time, I've written a book called mm. No Place for Bitterness. Wow. That, My autobiography. That, that takes a shift. So you react to what you've been taught, and you use that as a testimony to your brothers and sisters. That you can use as a child of God to write a book about reaction. Dada, this is, I'm getting goosebumps. Do you, you, you know how important this is? Because, yes. look, when I look honestly with all my heart, when I look at especially testimonials, you know, that are out there, Yes. This is so important. I mean, this is so important. Let's then do a quick workshop, Dadane. So I, um, I, I was uh, playing in the uh, playground and I hopped onto a children's swing. Naturally, I broke both the, the children's swing and my arm. Okay. Um, yes. 
And then in that moment, the Lord miraculously healed me. Um, and then actually it happened in the presence of many children who then gathered around me. And then when they saw what the Lord was doing, they were inspired. I was able to minister the gospel to children in that moment. Um, it's an example. And then uh, yes. it was a mighty revival. Instead of, of the focus being my broken arm and the broken swing, uh, the, the, the focus became a mighty revival of children. How do I write that story, Dada, without telling my story can you please workshop us well that will be our next theme next week we're going to talk about that uh the manuscript how to how to write this on a minute now today we're just talking about the principles of how to write but next week we'll spend time more on what the actually say but that is a good example yeah. of observation uh-huh. that's a good example of reaction that's a good example of discerning and once you've got that, mm. then you're able to fly to next week now. So don't jump the, the workshop. Tell him next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Let's no. get to the next one. Yeah. So not only reaction, but also prayer. Mm. Let us remember, when mm. you pray, when you pray, God answers prayer. Mm-hmm. He will give you what to write about when you pray. Could be how to choose a life partner, how to choose a political mm. party how to study business. When you pray, God will talk to you. And you take those as aspects, all of them, and take a pen and write about what the Lord is saying to mm. you. Mm. Don't, don't, don't bring your philosophy in. Yes, you need to study. Yes, education is important here, but you need to listen to what the God has said to you through prayer. And what you should write, what you should not write. The final one, the people that you live with, you actually trying to put it right now. Mm. People are talking, I know. Mm. Listen to them. People are greeting you in the morning. Listen to them. What are they saying about life? Mm. What are they saying about situation? And out of that, your readers, your listeners, your contributors will tell you exactly what you can write about. And the Lord will speak to you. And you bring your ideas together one by one. That will be next week now. That's what we will do. So, these are the principles that we need to observe as Christians. These are the principles that Moses followed when he wrote the first five books. These are the principles that John used when he was a prisoner in in, in Italy in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the mind of Saul. And the Lord gave him revelation. Now, all these things you don't have to go to school. Yes, you need education. But the Lord will take you hand by hand, hand by hand, and bring this to you so that you can bring a book. And the book that will be able to be a quality material mm, that mm. will spend the test of time, that will be able to testify about God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Mm. Tata, how do I know uh, that uh, my pen is ready to write? <laughs> How do I know as an author? Yeah. <laughs> when you... Something very interesting about, about publishing, we say, the golden rule is, if you want to become a Christian publisher, every time you leave your house, have a pen and have a paper in your pocket. Mm. Because God is going to speak to you when you are in pick and pay. Mm. He's going to speak to you when you are in the, in the taxi. Have a pen, have a paper. Last week I got a call from us. From, from Pretoria, mm-hmm. a guy phones me and says, I want you to publish my book. Mm. I said, the way you talk, 
I don't think you need me to publish your book. <laughs> because you want me to sell your book. He said, yes, because I've written 10 books. I sold it to my congregation. The, the, it's finished. I don't know whom to sell to. So I just want to get my royalty. The bottom line is, hmm. I came out and I started to write a book last week. It is called Agora, the Magot Place. That talks about promotion of the book, strategic planning of the book, and distribution of the book. So that's how the Lord speaks to you. Listen to what the people are saying. Then you'll be ready to take a pen to paper. You don't just go out and say, ah, I've started a church and I'm going to do this and I'm going to proselyte mm, my people. Mm, Listen mm, to mm, what mm. the Lord is saying and then you'll take you step by step. A thorny question that as we conclude our conversation this afternoon, uh, so inspiring, uh, because uh, the, the, the Christian publishing space is not specifically regulated um you know, uh, for w- within the Christian standard, because there's quite frankly none that is that is defined right um, yeah, by yeah. Christians. Because there's none yeah. of that in place. Yeah. I mean, Dada, how do we keep each other, you know, as authors in check? There must be a way in which we are able to at least keep each other in check. And I'm asking this, you know, so maybe if you can have a specific way in which to spot something that is likely to spread error, something that is likely, you know, to mislead people. How do we keep each other in check? You know, very connected to how do we know that the pen is ready to write? I want to thank Reno Pulpit for this initiative. You know, we always say that as we are a young democracy. Mm. Yes, we still are. Some of the issues that we cannot articulate up to now is what is Christian publishing. Mm, mm. What should come into that? How do we regulate that? Mm. So at this stage, really, it's, 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 it's a something. Mm. We, we do not have principles that we follow. For example, as far as I know, you get a correction. I don't know of an institution in this country that has got a curriculum on Christian publishing where a person can come. Yes, you can go and learn about journalism. You can go and learn about politics. But Going to school and learn about what Christian publishing is all about is not there. So we still here. So thank you for studying this because it's going somewhere. Mm. We believe something that one day, other countries that are developed, of course, that already, when they talk of Christian publishing, what is it that they do? Right, right. And go on. You and I, we call to study. At this stage, no, no regulation. Why a person like Horus is, I'm a prophet, I'm going to start a church next week. Uh, and you give me a diploma when I tell you about the study. Just imagine this young man. What is he going to do? He's got to stand. He's got people. What is he going to do when he gets there? Because he needs a diploma. At this stage. So it's a very touchy subject. And thank you for answering, for asking it. Yeah. No, no. No, absolutely, because I think, look what, I mean, if we had regulations, you know, we would obviously have a set of uh, defined uh, measurements by which we're able to measure standard. We would have a set of sort of mm-hmm. uh, 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 requirements, prerequisites, you know, a book must not be less than 20 pages, whatever the case may be, you know, and I think there would yes. be, yeah, I think, yeah, anyway, look, thank you uh, for this conversation that is exactly two o'clock. Uh, where can the family find you? I, I, you know, for today, I just don't want this conversation to end because wow, 
especially around the issue of just being prepared to put pen to paper. But where can the family follow up with you, Dada, and learn more and connect with you and contact COIN? My phone number, I am by 083-440-5941. My email address is coinbooks, C-O-I-G-N, coinbooks at Mm gmail.com. My website is coinbooks, www.coinbooks.co.za. God bless you. My cuckoo John that is signing off. <laughs> amen, amen. That is Pastor Tladi, my family, all the way from Lumpopo. Uh, Coin Books, uh, founder and CEO of Coin Books, together with Mama Tladi. Please do get in touch uh, with them. If you're a Christian author, budding author, you really know that God has called you to do this. Uh, let, 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 let's try and, and, and do it right, my family. There are those who have gone before us. And for this reason, you know, we, we really appreciate mediums like Radio Pulpit to bring us information, uh, you know, from the comfort of your home and on that note we're crossing over to your good news bulletin our time a minute going to two minutes after two feel Feel the the pulse pulse of the the real real life on 657 am do you need prayer whatsapp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.